Never stop, I'm usually passing by. It's about 11 o'clock. And if you let me cool you one time, I'll be your regular style. I'm used to passing by about 11 o'clock And if you let me cool you one time Gotta fly. What's up, me man? Hey, I'm gonna come around. You never like, what's up, Chris? What's up, Rev? Nice to see. You. I see you all the time. You never said what's up to me. What's up? Nah, I mean it's not about being rude. I know you're shy, but you don't have to be shy around me. We're homies, you know. Now stay inside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice kid. Man, my dad used to have a homie who used to come around all the time. Uh, his, his guy named... His name was Bloss, but they used to call him Junior all the time. His name was Bloss? His name was Bloss. Yeah, weird name, huh? Believe it or not, not the only person I've known named Bloss. Not the only Bloss, huh? Yeah, Bloss. What a weird name, huh? <laughs> kind of like it. But yeah, my dad had, a, had, a, had this friend. And they're still friends. They just don't really see each other that much anymore, but... Um, when I was young, like Ethan, you know, like around that age, uh-huh. he would like come and it was like, it was like, my dad was always like a lot more laid back when like he was around. Cause it, or it would just seem like, Oh, like dope. Like he's in cover. That means we're going to be like chilling and like hanging around and not really doing anything. And we're just going to be kind of sitting around, you know? And uh, I just, I used to think I used, I used to get like pumped up cause it's like, I don't know, I guess. All right, Blas is coming. Wow, well, we didn't call. I didn't even know his name was Blas. We because uh. everyone used to call him Junior. All right, Junior's coming. Yeah, he's like, yeah. 
Because, yeah. like, I mean, my, I don't know. My parents, not so much anymore, but, like, when I was young and a lot, most of my growing up, my parents were pretty fucking square, I'd have to say. Damn. Which is a nice way of saying, like, strict and annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel too strict on Ethan. But, uh, but I do get on his ass. Yeah, well, you guess you have to. Mm-hmm. Ash, though. <laughs> Ash wants him to be like, like this. This is this is what you need to do. And, yeah, and, well, I don't know. That's just how moms are, I guess. Yeah. My mom was the same way. It's like, oh my god, shut up, mom, please, for the love of God. And then they both annoy me, and I had to tell them to bullshit the fuck up. Because <laughs> like it's yeah. almost like yeah, it's almost like like. <sighs> it's like you just see like like Ashley like like Felipe Felipe uh, uh, <laughs> is doing this and doing that and he's like, he like no it's her it's fucking yeah. her like she's doing it <laughs> yeah honestly dude that's how it is sometimes sometimes I have to and it sucks because I have to assess the situation yeah I have to figure out but you who's to, being unfair but I also have yeah, to play it yeah but you also right. have to back up Ash though yeah. no yeah yeah definitely I mean because Sometimes, trust me, dude. Sometimes, okay, like yesterday. Not to say that she, not to say that she can't be unreasonable, because more often than not, she probably is. Not because it's Ashley, just because that's kind of how chicks are. They're yeah. unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> At times. Um, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't have kids, so I don't know. I really, I'm just it's, assuming. I'm, I'm just saying. It's, it's just uh, sometimes I really have to, because you know, I don't want Ethan to feel. That he can't do shit like there, right. and also don't want yeah, him to you be don't upset. Want to be the miserable. Yeah, you and, have to set. Yeah, you have to set. As strict as my mom was, as yeah. I saw her, as yeah. I like, pre- I perceived her as like mm-hmm. overbearingly, like, like just overwhelming. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But then she, my mom's, her mom was was probably fifty times worse. So she says, you know how parents do that? Yeah. You, know, you think you had a bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. not to say that it's not true. Yeah, it's, but just, it's always the MO, it's, though. Yeah, it, but um, I, I believe my mom when she says, you know, my mother was so just un- talking about unreasonable, just like strict, unreasonable, like mm-hmm. just no reasoning with her, you know, and, and, not, not, and then they were like super poor, so that adds to the stress, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. And what was my thought? What was I going to say? So my mom, even though she was, I consider her, like, she did know that, like, I can't completely, like, cage this fool up. Because if I do, he's going to start rebelling really badly and start doing crazy shit. Because that's what my mom did. That's what I'm trying to avoid with Ethan because Ash is trying to, like, be super strict and hard on him. Yeah. And then I and then I just have to remind her like you, you need to have a little bit more patience because if you don't he's not uh-huh. gonna come to you when he has problems he's, right. he's not gonna want to talk to you yeah for yeah. sure so that's the, yeah. it's funny because like that's something that like because you had Ethan mm-hmm. when you were like what twenty two yeah and like what do you know when you're twenty two you don't know any, you don't know shit right yeah you know enough to get a job and make money and right kind of navigate your way right uh-huh. but like all that like being 
all that, like, what you just told me, mm-hmm. like, I figured, like, I know that, but, like, I've, I'm 30, and I've had time to sit and think about stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, right. and not have to worry about yeah. a son or, 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 I say a wife, even though you guys aren't married, but, you know, it's just the family unit, the yeah. family unit. Right. And, uh, you had to figure that out, like, as you went. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, now you know that, but shit, you know, Ethan's five now, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's with a lot of reading and your own personality. I mean, I was never fucking crazy. I was, you know. No, for sure. No, yeah. I know. I'm just I'm just saying, I, I just find it interesting, the family dynamic. Yeah. yeah. I see a lot of, uh, um, I see a lot of my family and your family, I suppose. And when I, when I say my your family, I mean like you, Ash, and Ethan. Yeah. I see a similar dynamic to how I grew up. So I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you told me before with like the way yeah. Ash kind of like uh, gets on Ethan. I'm just more like chill. Yeah, like I... like you, you sort of, like you said, you assess a little quicker. Like the same thing. When I was a kid, like it was like it seemed like every – there wasn't a day it seemed like there wasn't a day that could go by where i would get in trouble somehow or like my mom would you know what i'm saying yeah and but see and i but see when my dad did get mad at me and yell at me or whatever I, it was like horrifying it was mm-hmm. like like the, the stuff of nightmares you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like because i knew when it got to that level that that i had i i had gone the i had gone to the point of like no return like it's it's funny that you say that because just yesterday uh ethan was supposed to take a shower he always takes his showers at night mm-hmm. and um i was playing ps4 and i told ash look okay i'm mm-hmm. gonna i i cooked dinner you know cleaned up whatever um <clears throat> just get ethan ready for, for his shower and i'm gonna play the play playstation uh-huh. i was playing with mike uh-huh and then uh the playstation yeah we were playing red Dead. you know what's funny my dad not a gamer yeah but like in my if i was that was me yeah that would instead of the playstation it would be like tv yeah like just throw the tv on and like all right i'm gonna catch some like whatever's on tv you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah so that's what i did so i told ash right i cooked i'm gonna go sit down mm-hmm. and uh so i started playing and then i hear ethan and ash uh-huh. Like, like fighting with each other like Ethan get in the shower I'm looking for my clothes <laughs> uh, he's like just throw on any shirt no I have to match my pants with uh-huh. my shirt it has to be Ninja Turtles and I'm like and then I, <laughs> it has to be Ninja Turtles <laughs> I feel that sentiment dude I know what he means in those days like that stuff meant something it meant something you know yeah. <laughs> so he that, wanted wait wait he wanted his Ninja Turtle pajamas yeah because okay. he had the pants but he couldn't find the shirt so it might have gotten lost in the laundry or something or something whatever okay so uh, yeah so he's screaming Ash is like just get in the shower put on whatever shirt it doesn't matter who he, like you're just at home and he's like yeah uh-huh. but it's my pajamas I need the same pajamas yeah it needs to be Ninja Turtles <laughs> and then Mikey Mikey he hears this oh Mike uh, this is when Mike was over yeah okay. he, no 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 he wasn't over he, we were on the headsets we were oh on, you're on PlayStation yeah we're on PlayStation okay. so he could hear all this because you know they're not <laughs> we're not that far from each other uh-huh. and uh, so he starts screaming he goes it does matter dude this doesn't matter if you're at home it does matter you gotta look good all the time <laughs> and I was Shit. Like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> and I was like, Mike, uh, this guy's a fucking weirdo, dude. Yeah, and I told him, I told him, I go, honestly, dude, I'm trying to tune this out right now. Honestly, please. real quick, um, I kind of, I, I really hope, um, that we could put this in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, let's I feel throw like it on this there. is, yeah. uh, 
I don't know. I feel like it's uh, it good feels conversation. good conversation. Yeah. But um, we didn't do our official intro. I wanted to say how, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rev and the Philo show. Um, today is a special show because it's uh, just me and Philo again. Yeah, just, just like two, old days. Just the two of us. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was gonna say to you. Mm-hmm. See, I think about all this shit when I'm like, when I'm sitting like doing whatever, I'm at work or I'm working on other stuff or I'm at yeah. the pad, when I have ideas or I have thoughts about like what I would want to talk about, Yeah. I uh, I try to remember them. I write some of them down. But I was going to say, um, so last week we had on Worthy, right? And right. like, I'm kind of glad we're, we're doing this because there's this like, not when Mike's here, but like. With Worthy, even though I know Worthy and he's my friend, right. um, there's a certain amount of, like, pressure that comes from him being here. Yeah. So, like, what I mean is when we're on the podcast, like, to a certain, like, degree, I do feel like we're, like, performing or, like, I want to, you know, I want the conversation to sound good. I want people to think we're interesting. So, like, yeah, I push my personality a little farther than I would normally. I'm actually... Uh-huh. I feel like I'm kind of timid nowadays. Um, well, depending on what what I'm drinking, but uh, <laughs> but but, but, but confidence. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, on, on when we do the podcast, like even though it is just us talking, I do feel like I have to push my personality a little better, or you know, I, we have to be prepared or for a certain right. to a certain. Age. Yeah. So when Worthy's here, I feel it's like an audience. So I get nervous. Uh-huh. The bigger the audience is. You know what I'm saying? Interesting, because I was nervous. That I, 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 I mean, I've talked to Worthy, but mm-hmm. you know, I've never really. I've only hung out with him maybe twice, and then right. talked to him at work. So for me, it was like almost having a, a like an artist that we just brought in for sure. You know? it, 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 for me, it's and this actually goes to even like playing music. Is um. Is um. I actually get less nervous in in front of people I, I know less like if like I'd rather perform in a room full of strangers mm-hmm. than a room with like my family or really why people do you I feel know. I don't know for some reason when people I know show up I get more nervous I would think you feel more comfortable I know a lot of people say that yeah because like but when we for had, me it's the opposite when we had Kelly's Most Wanted I felt comfortable. I, well, mainly because I did look uh-huh. up a lot of the shit that they had <laughs> before, and I kind of knew what was up and where they were where they were headed, the direction uh-huh. they were going. But at the same time, I've talked to Ty. I've known him for a while, mm-hmm. so it didn't feel uh, like a stranger came in yeah. and was trying to promote their stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I feel the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, the less I know, the, the more I can just sort of, like, not think about what they're thinking about, I guess. Hmm. Huh. Because remember how I said how like Yeah it's almost like Well I don't know this guy so. Like even when we do the the Yeah exactly yeah. So even when we do The podcast And it's just you Me And then also Mike Because when you It's just you and Mike I don't feel like There's an audience Yeah There was something About Worthy being there That it, it gave me That feeling of an audience You know what right. I'm saying Like now uh-huh. and it, When it's you and Mike uh, it, We're just sitting here And we're just talking And it yeah. doesn't feel weird Um, wow, What was my point though I don't even know. I lost my point. Kind of stoned. Oh no! Come back. So. <laughs> uh, oh, but I was gonna ask you. Uh-huh. So. 
how do you feel? You're the one who pitched me the podcast. So now here right. we are. Uh-huh. It's fucking We're doing it, June, baby. right? Is it June? Yes. It's six months. It's June. How do you feel about like the podcast in general? Like how far we've come? Do you feel that we're behind our deadlines? Do you feel we are at a good pace? I I think we're at a good pace. We could, we are behind a few episodes, but you know, the audience doesn't know that until I said it right now. Right now they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think we're at a good pace, dude. I, I, mm-hmm. We're definitely doing what we said we were going to do. Yes. And I do appreciate that. Appreciate you being on, being on board with the podcast. Yes. And a lot of people have been saying, I mean, they like the shit we're talking about. I mean, there's an episode, there's a few episodes here and there that people are like, eh, about. But yeah, well, know. they can't all be winners. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the one. You know, it's it's weird. Like the podcast for me, even though I like to, I do like to do it. Mm-hmm. But like, I think to myself, like in in the long term, sometimes I think to myself, like, I can't like possibly keep this up. Like, who the fuck's gonna want to listen to me talk for yeah. for? A, you know, a once a week for however long we do this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I only have so many interesting thoughts. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the way I feel about it, it's kind of therapeutic for me. Kind of, I kind of enjoy having a podcast on once we set up mm-hmm. and we start get. Well, except for the first twenty minutes. First twenty minutes, I always have like this weird anxiety. That for sure, me. and I was going to yeah. bring that up earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, there's this weird sense of, mm-hmm. and. There's a weird sense of like performing, being aware that you're performing. Yeah. And I've told you this, and I've told some other people this that it doesn't come over on the mic. Mm. That's uh, but a lot of times when we start, cause we, cause like when people hear it, when you're hearing back the podcast, there's an intro and there's music, and mm. it kind of like fades into the to the intro of oh, ladies and gentlemen, this and it has like this sort of like yeah. radio show flow, right? That's what pe- that's what the audience hears. But we just do a cold start. All that is post production. Yeah. We just do okay. Ready, everyone? Good. So We're ready for us, to start. It's like all it's quiet. Like, okay, one, two, three, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And it's weird to like make that transition from like okay, we're just sitting here to okay, now we're on the air, so yeah. to speak. You know what? It's almost like uh, that scene from Endgame when mm-hmm. uh, when uh, uh, Star Lord is is when they go back to when Star Lord is kicking the rats. Uh-huh. He has like the the music on but like he's like singing and dancing all uh-huh. awkwardly uh-huh. now you guys get to see the scene where the first guardians of guys right he's like sing- you hear the music and he's dancing to it and uh-huh. this goes with the scene what what we get uh-huh. is the part where uh, we're a war machine and yeah and they're, they're, beat this, or knock yeah, and they're watching it's not that interesting and it's just some guy fucking yeah. dancing well, that, I, but that feeling you get you said like there's this weird anxiety is uh-huh. to in, to me that is being aware of like that you're performing mm-hmm. and like you have there's a certain so after like 10 minutes i feel like that awareness goes away and then the conversation becomes even more fluid or candid yeah yeah you know so like just right now when we were having that conversation right. about ethan taking the shower which i'll, I will, I'll mm-hmm. probably get to finish maybe not if we forget <laughs> yeah but uh that helped us kind of warm up to right now because before that when we were before we started i was waiting for you I, it's almost like i'm dreading the part where you go yeah all right yeah. ladies and gentlemen it's, it, is, it is it's like okay imagine you're uh, you never played in an orchestra okay I, and i was like but you work at the disney i used huh? to i used to actually uh sing in the choir okay choir in the yeah. the uh, mc choir church no 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 for church, church choir yeah, okay yeah. so when you're in a choir or when you're in an orchestra, yeah. when there's a conductor like Dudamel, mm-hmm. 
everyone's sitting around and everyone's playing their instrument and you know mm-hmm. doing you know practicing or warming up mm-hmm. and like when you're warming up you're you're warm up to get loose right mm-hmm. you're warming up and everyone's playing their licks and 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 doing their thing right and then the conductor walks up puts his hand up everyone stops gets quiet right maybe right. they do the tuning i think it's to a b flat maybe uh-huh. everyone tunes then he stops and he gets quiet again right mm mm-hmm. And then the conductor goes one, two, three, four, and then boom, everything's up. That's right. what it's like. It's like okay, now we're starting. Okay? Yeah. And there is a, there is like a nervousness to that, like yeah, that like okay. It's like, like oh my god, oh my like, god, okay, oh my god. here we go, here we go. Ah! <laughs> and uh, that's what you're feeling, you know. But like I, said, you know, you, you, I don't know. I didn't know you were in a choir. That's cool, church choir, huh? <laughs> yeah, Catholic church. <laughs> what choir. are you a baritone? Uh, I don't know. They just kind of threw us in, and we were just. I want to uh, let's see. You're probably a baritone. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, fuck. This was like middle school, so we didn't really. They didn't really like test our range. There they wasn't just, like harmon- harmonies. No, and like, no, no, All right, no. tenors over there, B flat. Nah, and, uh, no. This was like, <laughs> this was like you want to sing or you want to get some hours. D D above. Okay. Yeah, you know? this is like you want to get some uh, service hours. Uh-huh. Here you go, sing in the choir or uh, get some like extra credit for after school. Because mm. uh, we would sing for like the first. I need all the extra shit. credit I could get, yeah. <laughs> just to get the regular amount of points to pass. <laughs> I was a trash student. I don't even know why, dude. I can't like I think back on why I was so bad at school and. Cause you're not you're not a stupid guy. I yeah, mean, I don't. I you don't do know. stupid shit. Yeah, <laughs> I make dumb decisions, no doubt. I mean, who doesn't? But you like, know what it is? I, I don't feel I, like I'm, I'm. This is a. I'm gonna have the same issue with Ethan. Okay. This is what it is. When you were, I in have school, a hard time paying attention. Yeah, that too. But you felt either you were smarter uh-huh. or you felt smarter than the other kids or whatever was being. Definitely taught. didn't feel smarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were not interested. So you lost focus, and you know that's how you just went through school, like not doing shit, and you just yeah. habits. Because a lot of the times, kids that are ahead uh-huh. in school will start to decline as they get older in middle school and high school because yeah. they 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 develop the habits of not doing their work because they were always ahead of the game. I in guess elementary. so. Yeah, I remember. Actually, it's funny you say that. That like when I, I when I was in the first grade, I think. We were, you know, we're reading and this mm-hmm. and that, and I think like they were like, oh, you know, he's reading at a third grade level already, first right. grade, right? Mm-hmm. And then like second grade came along, mm-hmm. and I'm, st- you know, still maintaining that third grade level reading, right? Yeah. Hey, everything's going good, right? <laughs> everything's good, cruising. Yeah. Third grade comes along, still at that third grade uh-huh. reading level. Okay, so well that's good because I'm in third grade, yeah. matches up. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping. Fourth grade comes along. But I'm still at that third grade, <laughs> you know, and like, so, you know, so I and went from, you know, and I'm yeah, in seventh grade, third grade, you know, grade and like, I'm like the dumb, I, you know, I have like the dunce cap on and I'm in the corner, you know, at one point I was top dog, but, but no, it, but, but <laughs> that's true. That is yeah. a fact though, that like right. when I was young, they said that I had, that I was good at reading and that I was, I, that, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, I was good at reading and, and this and that. And then actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, hmm, man, I'm thinking about this shit. Uh, okay, so I, I, I went. I was in first to fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Okay. So yeah, so when I was first to fourth, you know, I was okay. I was okay. Actually, nah, I remember I was pretty shitty <laughs> the whole way through. But you know what? Okay, so when I was in middle school, when I was like in the fifth grade, yeah, yeah. I went to Alley USD school district, uh-huh. and I was like Terrible considered a, right, right, the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I was considered a good student, mm-hmm. and I had, and they, I remember I after fifth grade, you go over to. Um, Middle school, Hollenbeck Middle School, right. which is over there in Boyle Heights, right? So I went there. But then shortly into sixth grade, we moved over to where my parents live now in Monterey Park. Right. And we switched over to Alhambra School District, which right. is like one of the best school districts like yeah, dude. in the state or whatever. Like stupid high test scores and everyone's a fucking genius. <laughs> and... um. But in Alley USD, I was actually in a magnet program. They had put me in a, in like this magnet program oh, for smart kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And I had like so when they took me out of Hollenbeck, I had like this really high grade point average. Right. And uh then we went over to Alhambra and I remember like when I left, they gave me like my my grade slips and mm-hmm. I took it home to my mom and my mom looked at them and she was like, "Oh shit." Um Maybe I should have left you in there. And they were like, oh. and of course, I'm like in sixth grade. I don't, my head's so far in my ass. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, you know, <laughs> you're the adult, you know? Yeah. And so then we go over to Alhambra. And then that's, that's, that, and then when we, we, that's when I really started to struggle in school, like really, really hard, all mm-hmm. through high school. Like, and uh, so I think if I would have stayed in the LUSD, this year, I might have yeah. like went to Maybe. college. And well, like, a lot of people say I've had a couple friends that you know had a future that because I cl- in in, in Keppel over there like yeah I clawed my way out of there dude like bet <laughs> yeah like he was like, like dragging <laughs> legs couldn't work just like yeah ah. I made it but oh man I clawed my way out of there you know I was beaten and bad I can't feel my legs and beaten. <laughs> um now I had a couple friends that uh, graduated you know with me in, in, in Lincoln Heights and. And like around the LA, LAUSD district, and they, you know, a lot of people say when they go to college, like it was like you do real high school in college, like uh-huh. the, the first, the general ed. Mm-hmm. It's almost like high school really didn't prep you for shit, especially LAUSD. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, whatever they were giving them was was very like low level shit, and then and then they really had to like learn on their feet when they right. were in college. So they say you really don't go to school or learn shit you're supposed to learn until you go to college. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck is high school prepping you for then, right? I, yeah, I remember, too, like when I got out of Keppel and I went to like PCC, I think I even went to ELAC. And like, yeah, a lot of people were like, OK, yeah, you got to take like history and you got to take math and you got to like place in math and this and that and this. And uh, I was like, OK, so I enrolled in a couple classes, you know, like I think I had a history class and I had and I remember sitting in the history class and thinking, like, I just fucking sat through a history class exactly <laughs> like this in fucking high school. Like, yeah. why am I have to? Why do I have to sit here? And I hated high school. I hated. Yeah. I, by the time I was a senior, I fucking hated school, dude. I was like, fuck yeah. school. I just want to fucking be. I just want to be free. I just want to spread my you know? wings and exactly. fly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I already knew I wanted to like play music. I'm a peacock. Let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me flourish. <laughs> I'm a beautiful flower. Allow me yeah. to bloom. But um, <laughs> so so we I got out and 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 but I then I got out and I had no idea like I knew what I wanted to do but I really had no clue on how to go about it. But um, 
but yeah, yeah. So I remember going to college or going to community college and thinking like, okay, maybe I can. That's where everyone seems to be flocking to. Maybe I could find something there that I, <laughs> but I can do or like some yeah. sort of opportunity. Right. But you know, I, I, I'm taking but, advice from other people my age and 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 this and that and and yeah. I and I really had no guidance whatsoever because my parents didn't really go to college, so mm-hmm. I don't really think they knew how things worked. My dad, I went to ELAC and took some classes, but uh, really, I I just was really just walking around blind, dude. Yeah. I remember my mom was like, even told me like to not go to school. She was like, don't go to school. Like, what are you a moron? Go work. Because I had such bad grades in high school. That's... She saw no point in me going to college because she was like, what are you going to do? Fucking go to college and fail? And in fact, <laughs> oh, shit. it's true. And you know what? Well, your mom's a realist, man. She was a realist. But yeah. you know what, though? I had a lot. I had a lot of like resentment against her for so a long said, time. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and I, I used to. Yeah. Yeah. I. I well, that's a whole other thing. But I, yeah. that's one of the things that, like, for a long time, I had a, a big issue with my mom. Like, I, I thought she, I just didn't like her. But <laughs> I mean, it's right. that's, a, that's in the past now. But my uncle kind of told me the same thing. He was just like, well, I'm "Just yeah. go find fucking work, dude. We right. going to school for it." Like, I was trying for to go sh- into filmmaking for sure. Right, and, right. And and you know, one thing led to another, and I ended up not going to school after all. But right. you know, I was told the same shit: just go to work. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck school. Why are you doing that? But you know. The economy changed. Yeah, we yeah. we fuck. I feel like there were things were, were a certain way, and then right when we got out of high school, like mm-hmm. everything like broke. Every like everyone was broke. Well, think about it. And dude, like the, the 2007 is when I graduated high school, and 2008 is when the housing market crashed. Right, and that's when they, and the recession started, and so a lot of the ways that our parents knew, uh-huh. like you know, how to go about house, life, uh-huh. and all, all of that shit flipped. Yeah, there's, there's no this APR is high for credit, you know, uh-huh. for the percentage and and paying back your shit. Um, there's n- banks are not giving out loans anymore, so for us we're put pressure. There's pressure on us to go get a job, mm-hmm. yet there's a recession that just happened. Jobs are fucking closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, businesses are going to different countries. Mm-hmm. And so we're here with our fucking dick in our hands mm-hmm. saying, wait, I thought our parents told us to work, but there's no fucking work. So, yeah. 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 Fuck. And then you got a lot of older people going to college. So then there's this college becomes saturated yeah. and it's hard to get classes. And then also, too, like, I feel like around that time, people started to become like jaded to school because it costs so much money. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, man, you know, I went to school and got my bachelor's or got my fucking master's and right. I'm sitting here with my thumb up my ass now and like because I have to get a job and I'm trying to get a job and I have massive student loan and now I'm going to fucking kill myself because I you know yeah. because I'm so far in debt I don't know how to handle it yeah you know and there's and like and I don't I'm not making any money well a lot of the people too were not co- it's like you said you didn't have any mentors there to help you through right. college right now let's say you did like for Ethan my I guess my strategy up until for now, he's still very, very, very young. But mm-hmm. my strategy up until for now is to kind of coach him and say, look at the government. Look mm-hmm. at what's going on right now and try to find Google. We have computers. We have information. Google what jobs are going to be most valuable and, and whatever, right. whatever. Like, let's say he was graduating today or this this summer. Uh-huh. We would start looking. We would have started looking like at the beginning of of his senior year. Uh-huh. Uh, we start looking like okay, what what schools are gonna benefit him as to what he wants to do, 
And I just want to try and coach him to like, okay, this is what jobs are going to be flourishing mm-hmm. in the next five, 10 years. When he gets out of high school. Yeah. So make sure that he knows like, okay, I'm going to school for this, you know, whatever, whether it be social work or, you know, whatever, whatever it was just, just to kind of coach him up to mm-hmm. like, Hey man, this is what's going to make money for sure. You want to make money. You want to be, you want to be successful. This is what, this is what makes money. This is what you go to school for. Good. Don't feed him that whole being an artist crap because yeah. he won't make any money. I mean, unless he, he, that's another thing too, you know, is it's 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 so hard make have, making a good living is so important to like having a comfortable life right but like you know does money make people happy you know what i'm saying and what yeah. i mean by that is like uh you know i feel like i could right now if I stop smoking pot, right, mm-hmm. would probably be really hard for me because I love smoking weed. <laughs> if I, um, I could go like work at the post office, I should say, right, mm-hmm. and like just just cushion in there, move up, uh, get a four hundred one k and this and that, and like go to work towards retirement, right, and right. then just like maybe save and and buy a house and this and that and that and this, right, and and but like I know that if I did that. And that's all I did that I would fucking like hate myself yeah. for sort of like settling on this. Like, and I'm not saying that's a bad route, for, but for yeah. me, for some reason, like I think about that and I think about the future in the long term and I feel, I just feel nothing but like unhappiness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm like, fuck, like honestly, like so. And last night I was walking around and doing this roadhouse thing, right? And it's a lot of work and it does pay something but it doesn't pay a lot but it's a lot of work and uh it's it's you know it's taking away from my job that i have currently right and i remember i was it was stressing me out because i'm thinking like man like i really have to calculate the next couple weeks so that i can have enough time and enough money to do everything that i need to do Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna have very little of both those things you know so um so I'm 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 thinking I'm going back and forth on all these things, and then we get to the theater and we start practicing and uh we're and I remember sitting there and we did like a rehearsal music rehearsal and then they started to do a uh, fight choreography because there's a lot of fighting in the uh, in Roadhouse. Have you ever seen the movie Roadhouse? Yeah, it's all about like it's almost like like a B movie like a kung fu b movie but instead of like uh instead of like a, a a chinese film or a japanese film or whatever it's american so it's white boys it's like a bar brawl it's like film. a bar brawl film exactly so there's a lot of brawling so in this it's a theater production of that movie um they're doing fight choreography and it was actually because I sat through a couple rehearsals of them going to the show and they were doing all the fighting in like, like, like half speed. And they were they, all this fighting in like slow motion. Yeah. And I was like, OK, I didn't really know what they were doing, but they actually had a guy come in and choreograph the fighting. Yeah. So now yeah, it's almost like dancing. Yeah. So like now I was watching them yesterday and they were really like, huah, huah, you know, like coming in contact. <laughs> but <laughs> every. Yeah. Yeah. They were really like, like. Like kicking and like it looked like they were really fighting, uh, but it was all like every single move was timed out and choreographed. So like it's all, 
that, you know, I, did you bring up the? It's noises. not like improvised at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. So do you Wait, think hold they on. get to choose? So, well, let me just finish my point okay. real quick. Talking about does money make you happy, or what? What uh-huh. does it mean to be successful, or, or or how can you make yourself happy in life? Is again, I had all these worries about financially about how I was going to deal with this. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching them do the fight choreography, and I'm like, okay, like this is. And this weird, this weird sense of like, man, I feel really good right now. I feel like I'm doing something that I like, and I feel like it's—I don't know—it's just like I—I I was like, I just feel really good right now, that's, and I feel content. You know what I'm saying? That's the same feeling I get with the podcast, right? When we're sitting here just recording, the same. Right. Thing. And I mean, like, and the podcast at this point costs us money. Yeah. We, Will it ever make us money? Fuck. I mean, if we build an audience, I suppose. Right. <laughs> That's how show business works. You can't get paid. You got to have an audience if you're a performer. Right. But um, so what was my what was the point of all about this? About happiness. Yeah, about happiness. So it's like, it, it, even though I, I could probably go somewhere and get a good job, my mom, the business my mom works in, like all the companies she works, she, she does business with, um, are all like comp- like mostly like construction companies and like you know that are, and a lot of these companies are jobs that are kind of dangerous too, because that's what she does. She sells safety equipment, PPE. Right. So a lot of dangerous jobs pay good money. Mm-hmm. So I could easily just call my mom and say, "Hey, ma, uh, set me up. You know, I think I could go work here, or go work here." She'll be like, "Oh yeah, well they piss test, so you're gonna have to uh, stop smoking weed." Okay. And then, you know. It's that hazard pay, baby. But, like, I feel compelled to be an artist, like a fucking idiot, you know? <laughs> like, I, 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 but, I, like, even though I know it's a, it's, financially, it's a very, it's not a good decision. Yeah. I, I understand, I understand, like, what drives people to, to, to chase that dream, you know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. almost like, it's like a, like, the, it, if you ever seen Amadeus, he goes, it's like a fire that burns inside you, unable to be extinguished. Ooh. You know? Ooh. <laughs> Gave me goosebumps. And, uh, oh. yeah. Yeah. I mean, fucking. We're dreamers, man. What did I say the other day? Yeah. What were we saying? How uh, Mike was telling you to get a real job. Oh, yeah. Because Mike, <laughs> Mike, calls, Mike calls me and says that there's an engineering position or whatever. They're doing right. like. That's another he, thing, he too. We, could, we know we really like uh, pushed. We could probably make some money at the MC moving yeah. up into the offices or being well, an engineer told, or something. Well, okay. So he, he said that there was like this mentorship that was available to us. And uh he told me he sent me the email, and I told him, "All right, dude, if you want to, go ahead. I, but I don't think I'm gonna go for it." Uh-huh. And he said, "Why not?" And I go, "Well, because you know, I have, I have the work. I have work at at the MC. And right. Then, he has his mailroom and job. Then, yeah. And, then and I it's go, steady. Uh-huh, and I told him, and I and I have the podcast, and I, and I and I want time to do the podcast. And then he said, "What the fuck? The podcast? Get a real fucking job. Right. <laughs> right." I told him, <laughs> I told him, man, fuck you. I got a real job right. and I'm going to, and the podcast to me is a real job. Right. And, uh, the other day though, when he actually, he said that, and I remember thinking here and I, and I was paying all the bills uh-huh. and me and Ash were sitting down together. And we well, were you really, were t- oh, real quick. Mm-hmm. You were telling me this story uh-huh. and I said, Mike is right. 
He's yeah. a realist. Oh, yeah. That's why realists get real jobs. We're dreamers. Yeah. Dreamers get dream jobs. <laughs> but then sometimes you got to dream for a long time. Yeah. Guess <laughs> I just dream, keep dreaming. Dreaming ain't easy, bro. Guess that's why I sleep so much. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Tell me about it. But you were saying so uh, you're sitting there so with sitting, Ash. Yeah, so we're doing uh, we're doing the bills, mm-hmm. and we're like down to like our last couple dollars, and we're like, fuck, but every, everything's paid, and mm-hmm. now we're just like, all right, well, we're gonna have a hard week, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll we'll get through it. We'll, you know, we've done it before. What less? And I sit there and I start thinking to myself, like, fuck, man, I do need to get myself. Maybe I should get, like, a full time, but it's just going to fuck everything Something. else up. And, um, and uh, I mean, I could make it work, but yeah, yeah, I do sure. right now. I already have, like, you know, That's another thing, too, is, like, you have kind of already have something going at the MC mm-hmm. where you're kind of in this kind of good position where yeah. you can, you know, make a decent income. But then I sat down here, actually, right here mm-hmm. in, the, in the couch in the garage. Right. I sat down and I was chilling right here and I was just vaping and I kind of mm-hmm. got away from mm-hmm. from everybody and I sat down and then I was vaping and I had the door open or my dad had the door open and I was right here just looking outside and I, was, and I heard the birds chirping and, and it was nice fresh wind coming in mm-hmm. and I sat down and I was like man you know what even though I don't have any money I'm still happy <laughs> yeah for sure yeah I'm still happy with what I got now I, and, for sure. and I was even playing the podcast specifically the Vegas episode mm-hmm uh, that one always makes me laugh, mm-hmm. always. And uh, I was listening to it, and I was just vaping, and I was like, "Man, it's not so bad." Yeah, I'm broke, but fuck it. I mean, I got a fucking roof over my head yeah. in a nice well, area. Yeah, you're not really broke. Yeah. You just you don't have yeah. a lot of extra money. Yeah, exactly. Then and, and and that goes back to what I was saying about when I was sitting in, at that rehearsal last night. Is prior to that evening, sitting there watching, you know, being a part of this this it's very small but still being a part of something that's that that is artistic i guess um autistic (laughs) all the anxiety or all the stuff i was tripping about during the day money and time and 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 maybe was this a good idea maybe 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 this was a bad idea this and that that all that sort of i wouldn't say it went away but I felt like this is worth it. Like this, yeah. this is worth it. Yeah, I'm gonna have not as much money, but in the long run, this is a bigger step towards what I want out of life than caving to the uh, to the pressures of of financial stability. And 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 the thing about it is, you have real financial pressure. You right. know, you 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 have to worry about your son. Mm-hmm. You have to worry about Ash. I mean, you don't have to worry about Ash, but you're not a fucking yeah. douchebag. So obviously, you know, Ash is, is high on the list of priorities. Not at the top, <laughs> but definitely high up there. Definitely top five. No, <laughs> no but um, but you, you know, for me, I I've kept myself um, no children. I kept myself like from not getting married for the most part. For the most part, like mm-hmm. like. Because I know that, like, oh, that what was I tr- on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I like no, but in the back of my mind, that does play a thought. That does play a factor in my life where I'm like, I know what I want out of life, and I know that if I set myself up with these things, it's gonna make it very, very difficult for me to do 
what I want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I live sort of in that sense of like an isolated life. You know what I'm saying? Because like at this point, you know, I'm starting to feel sort of like, man, okay, I'm 30. Right. And I don't really feel I have much to show for it other than maybe some experience and something to say or maybe some perspective on like how to go about your life, you know? Yeah. So, but like on the financial end, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I almost didn't even want to call my dad on Father's Day. I mean, I called him obviously and like talked to him, but I almost didn't even want to go over because like I had no money to fucking take him out to dinner or fucking do anything. And like, I know my dad doesn't care about that shit because he, it's not how that's, we're not, you know, that's not how my family is. We're not about money like that or about gifts or whatever. We're about being together and mm-hmm. being able to, to, to love each other. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like, man, I wish I could do something for him. At, you know, I didn't feel these feelings when I was 23 or 24. Cause I, cause I knew yeah. that he knew that I'm trying to figure my shit out. But it's like, at this point, I kind of feel like my parents might start looking over the shoulder like, all right, nigga, like, what's up? Like, you know, you're in the big, you're in your 30s now. Yeah. I think the fucking around and, 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 and dreaming is, uh, it's going to take its toll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, it's never too late. Like Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a famous actor until what? His late or mid 40s. Right? For sure. Something like that. It's never mm-hmm. too late. Um and it, and it's just the pressures that you get from society, like saying this is how it has to be. Right, you're thirty. You exactly. should have a fucking. House. And I try you to keep have... that perspective. Yeah. Like, okay, like this is yeah. these pressures I'm feeling. They're legitimate feelings about yeah. like, okay, you want to take some responsibility on your life, but also, I don't want to misplace them and be like, oh no, if I need to do this now to be happy, I know what I need to do to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's it's just I guess, you know how I feel. I'm gonna be perceived by other people you know what i'm saying right which is funny because i consider myself a person who doesn't really care about that stuff which i don't but i guess i do to a certain extent like only because like it's not even how other people see me it's how i see myself yeah i look in the mirror and i'm like you fucking loser (laughs) sometimes (laughs) you know and i'm like and 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 yeah, I look and I'm just You're like, like dude, bullying like, yourself. Yeah, I do. I do bully myself. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, because I know, I know what goes on in my head, and yeah. I'm like, I know that I'm not stupid. I know that I'm not like incapable. It's just, I'm just fucking lazy, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking lazy. And 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 when I was a kid, my mom used to say to me. Laziness, she used to say, Christopher, you're not stupid. You're just lazy. You're not. You know, when I was doing bad in school and this and that. And she used to say, laziness is a sickness. It's a disease, she would say. And of Help course, me I'm find like. find a cure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll find a cure. <laughs> and, and, uh, I, and of course, I was like, well, whatever. I'm like, God damn. Like, every day, it's like, shut up. Like, God, yeah. I get it. I'm a fucking, I'm, I get it. I'm fucking worthless. Okay, fine. You know, like, <laughs> move on. Move on. Go bother my brother. <laughs> but, 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 of course, and I think for most people, the time will come. And we all dread it when we have to say, you know what? I'm starting to realize that my mom was right. And mm-hmm. it wasn't that she was trying to be a bitch or that she was trying to fucking make me feel bad. It's that 
she loved me and she was worried about me. And that was the only way she knew to try and help me was to just tell me the fucking truth. And I couldn't hear it because I just, yeah. I was a kid and I just was ignorant. It's like, uh, it's the, I mean, I realized that when I had Ethan or more specifically when he could talk mm-hmm. and, uh, move around a bit more like around probably like around three four you know when i try to tell him to do stuff and he doesn't do it or like just learning little things mm-hmm. here, like uh you know potty training and teaching him how to walk like you do get pretty fucking scared that they're not gonna learn and it's not because you're afraid that you're gonna be a bad parent mm-hmm. you're afraid because you know or at least this is how i feel you know you're not gonna be there for the for the rest of their life mm-hmm you know that eventually yeah. you're going to be gone, and yeah. then they're there by themselves. It's going to be a lot easier yeah. for you to to, 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 yeah. to to cut the cord than it is for Ash. Yeah. Because, not because, because, I mean, damn, I mean, I think she had him inside of her. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> that's That's got to be a certain bonding that we'll never experience. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Of course, of course. Like, the only thing I ever had inside of me is fucking a Big Mac. And a guinea pig. And a guinea pig. <laughs> I mean hamster, hamster. <laughs> oh God, this is a baby guinea pig, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So that's why going back to saying like I bully myself because I know that it's it's not it's it's nothing that's beyond my control. Mm-hmm. It's just my own laziness. Yeah, and it's a bitch, dude. It's a bitch. Yeah, I mean shit. Sometimes when we're doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, or like an episode has been out, mm-hmm. and, and I like doing by. the podcast. But yeah, yeah, sometimes like when it comes time, like when we're like, oh, we're gonna do it tomorrow morning. This yeah. sometimes like I get like, fuck. Oh yeah, dude, uh, that's exactly what I was you about know? to say. Sometimes I feel like fuck, and I, and I get these weird ideas in my head where like, oh, dude, nasty fucking ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, why mm-hmm. the fuck are we doing it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. People fucking you hate you guys. Out. Yeah, Self-doubt. dude. And then or like when an episode comes out, I think the same thing. And I hate these fucking thoughts that come in. And then I start to feel like, oh, I don't want to do the next yeah. one. Like, I don't want to record. And then I go to work, and then people come to me and are like, oh, that episode you guys did was great. Right. And then, and then like, it just takes everything away. And when like, it oh, comes you know to showbiz, yeah. if you can consider this showbiz, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're putting on a show. Yeah. So, uh, and maybe one day they'll give us money for it. So yeah. I guess that, 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 that covers the business part of it. No, but um, you never know. How people are gonna react to stuff, you know, you know, and you never know what's gonna hit, and you never know what's gonna fail. And like, if you ask anyone who who writes for TV or writes movies, or writes comedies and this and that, especially people who write comedies, right? They, I always hear this, you know, like when I listen to Stern. Stern always interviews a lot of like comedians and screenwriters and this and that. People who, like Seth Rogen and people who write comedy, and they're always like, you know, we write these scripts. And we write these things that are think that we think are so fucking funny, and then you see the audience, and what we thought was kind of funny was fucking hilarious, <laughs> and what we thought was fucking hilarious was kind of funny. Or no one even noticed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you never know what's gonna hit. So, you know, and going back to what you were saying, like, oh, nobody likes us, mm-hmm. and who would who would pay money or who would fucking bother to 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 continue listening to us? I I feel you. I and I. I feel that sentiment because when I, when I look back <clears throat> on my life up to this point, I feel like when you see people who have overcome like adversity, especially like maybe as a performer or like as an actor or a musician or whatever, mm-hmm. 
uh, they always say, like, you know, nobody believed in me. Nobody was going to bet on me. No one was going to put any, you know, do anything. But but I, I believed in myself. And no matter what, I never lost faith. Mm-hmm. Even though everyone else lost faith, I never lost faith. And, and that's why I'm here today, you know, standing at the top of the mountain, you know. Yeah. I think for me, it's going to be the opposite. I think for me, my biggest obstacle is my self-doubt. Because I think even me hearing like, oh, man, like, you, I love your podcast. Or, oh, man, I was listening to, I was seeing you play the other day. And, man, you're, you're really good at guitars. You sounded really good or yeah. uh, this and that. It's like, even though it feels good to hear that stuff, there's a part of me that almost want to like wants to like reject it or like downplay it. Be like, no, no, nah. like, oh, thanks, nah, but you know, and like, I want to like, leave me alone. Yeah, like, I want to like downplay it, and and I don't know why that is. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's, that's it's, weird. I think that's, uh, but like you said, but that's the same thing when you have your thoughts of of you're gonna do the podcast and you start thinking like, you're trying to downplay yourself. You're trying to like, you're trying to 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 tear yourself down by saying, um. Nobody wants to hear this. Why yeah. are we even doing this? Yeah. This, that's why when you came to me and said, "Hey, sh- sh- we should do a podcast," I said, "Okay, I'm down, but we gonna have to, we gonna have to see it through, yeah, for a year just to see if we can maintain, just right. to see if we can even keep this shit up, yeah, because we're from the looks of it, from the sounds of our conversation, it sounds like we're gonna be our worst enemy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's 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 weird because now I understand what you mean by granted it's different from band and stuff right but, but like, it is what it isn't because yeah. we're still a group of of guys are are you know trying to do something uh, a means to an end so we're all contributing to a higher product to to the revenue Philo show you know um, name. And and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a collective of all our ideas and all our personalities, and it's gonna be this. And then the the final form is the podcast, and and it's gonna be the same in terms of when there's a group of people trying to get towards one goal. There's always gonna be personality clashes. It's in fucking inevitable. Yeah, you know. All right. So what were you? What were you gonna say? You were gonna say something, and I cut uh, you off. No, just that the whole ba- like if it, like granted, it's just us four technically. Right. It's, it's me, you, Mikey, and and J Rad. J Rad's more of the. He's like, kind of coming, but J Rad does he's like, like the artist he, on our music, and he's yeah. yeah, he does our music on our art. Yeah. Uh huh. But you know, any one of us could easily just well, I, mainly us two. If if one of us decided to be like. I'm just not doing this anymore. I don't. I don't feel like or like. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's do the podcast next week, and then just keep pushing mm-hmm. it. Just keep pushing it. I can see how that that how you say like a band will just completely drop, like destroy the podcast and the whole thing we had going because we both decided to give in to our inner like. Demon, I mean, I guess. right? Well, it it all comes to this. Um, you start a goal, right? Okay, we're gonna get this together we're going to get our microphones together we're going to get a recording system we're going to start doing a podcast every monday night and we're going to put it out every wednesday morning for a week for a year okay so everyone's on the same page right Mm -hmm. and you're going and you're going and you're going and 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 what happens is that because of life because you have a son and mike has a job and i have a job and we had different schedules and j-rad has his family mm-hmm. he has two kids and he's doing his thing and he ha- it's all time management you know it's not 
our lives are not just the podcast. Yeah. It's not, and it it can't be because it becomes you be, start to feel isolated because it's yeah. like my life is just this podcast and this and that, yeah. or my life is just this band, and eventually you want to experience other things, whatever it may be. Yeah. So we have conflicting schedules and you have to worry about your family and this and that and all these not to say that these are bad things or, or, or good things they're just things that is that that are, are factors so they're gonna factor in to to your to your mindset and mm-hmm. your your um what do they call it uh like uh your morale yeah um you know and this and that and like all these things start pulling us off that page that we were all once on right and we all end up on different pages and then that's when people start getting frustrated because someone's on a different page and they feel left behind or someone's on a different page way ahead and they feel like man i'm way ahead and everyone's dragging their fucking feet yeah and that's when people start to build resentment and and they and and then that's what eventually Shit. rips people apart you know, you you know, know who i saying? admire too right now because they're so young and and, uh-huh. and their mindset is so like right like for it is is kelly's most wanted uh-huh like they're a group of what young kids yeah but like how many of them are there it's like Shit, 10, i don't even know there's a 10 lot plus of them. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're yeah. what you call a uh a collective yeah but i mean i admire their uh their tenacity and their their like just their mindset of like we're gonna go out and do this together for sure yeah, and and, they, and it's and they're young, and it's yeah. good to do that shit when you're young because yeah. when you're fucking in your late in your teens, mm-hmm. and even early twenties, it, it's you don't really all the stuff I said scheduling and jobs and families and children don't play a factor because you're you you don't, you're, yeah. you're 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 children uh-huh. and you're putting this together. And you have a lot of free time. Your financial burden is probably not what it what it what it's going to be. And if you could find success at eighteen, nineteen, which is rare, but it happens, mm-hmm. and find financial and, and 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 commercial success, then when you're in your twenties and you start to have those like, well, I want to have a kid, or I want to you know invest, or mm-hmm. I want to do other shit, I want to you know, yeah, then, then they have time. It's, it's for time that. because you have. You've created an income, hopefully, with 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 whatever it is you want to do, and then you can sort of leave amicably and maybe like come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, but like, for a lot of people, most I would say, who start a band or start a hip hop collective or start a dance troupe or start a podcast or start a fucking co- whatever it is, performing right. group. I think a lot of it is like I think I think. 98% of the time there's no success and eventually people just like get burned out on it they're like look this is going nowhere and then people leave and then you think like man was that a waste of my time yeah because what did i get out of it besides like i said some experience maybe uh and then you start to think like wow it's so and so's fault yeah. or it's so and so's fault or it was my fault or you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of it's it's, yeah. it's, it's there's a lot of and in showbiz, and you could ask anyone, you know, who 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 is on any level of success, is, they'll tell you is is it's it's emotionally like violent, like it's 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 an emotionally violent business because there's a lot. <laughs> what? That no, just sounds crazy. Emotionally. Well, violent. you know what? Because I speak like like I'm this showbiz expert, but no, but by a lot a lot of my uh, insight, quote unquote. I get from listening to the Stern show because he yeah. interviews a lot of famous people, people who are successful now, people who have been successful for a long time. And where I heard that from is he was actually 
um, interviewing Dana Carvey. And he was talking about his life and all. And Dana Carvey, who's sort of this like renowned, respected musician, has had so much failure in his life, uh, not just personally, but but professionally. A lot of stuff he did didn't take for Wayne, for every Wayne's World. There was all this stuff that really didn't take for him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh, still a successful guy, still you know SNL legend. You know he's a showbiz. You know yeah. a lot of, but um. He's speaking, and and he used that term emotional. It's emotionally violent because you, it, it, it as good as you feel, it's like instantly there's so much rejection that goes on mm-hmm. and so much failure that takes place that you just sort of have to deal with. You there's no, there's there's you know they toss you out and chew you up. You know like you know that's yeah. Hollywood. That's yeah. and people have been saying that about Hollywood since. It came out and people started sort of saying like, you know, Hollywood as glamorous as it is, it's fucked up, you yeah. know. Shot, eek, shock. Um, so yeah. I, well, I, I don't even know how I. So well, I mean, so yeah, so showbiz is emotionally violent. What I mean by that is, like I said, ninety-eight percent of of people who get together and try to accomplish something will nothing will come of it, and they bec- and and it's like, well. How do you deal with that, like, failure? Yeah. Do you just move on? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I would go down with the podcast. Like, I wouldn't stop doing the podcast as long as there's one. Even if we had one listener, one, just one, I would continue to do the podcast. Yeah. Um, if there's absolutely nobody doing then I guess. For sure. I guess you know you would have to really like. I, I guess yeah. I guess it would hard. It would be hard for me to to know when it would be time to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. I mean, I could, you know, I could only speak from when I was in my old band, Sons of Jimmy, which like th- that band meant every like it was that meant everything to me like for a long time. Uh, when it was over. It took me a long time to like move on and figure out what I was going to do next because that's what I want. What we had is what I wanted out of life. When, right. when we started it, when I was 19 is when me, me and Drew, uh, who was a drummer, decided we're going to start a band. Uh, that became my entire life. And that's what I had like wanted. I wanted to be in a band. I wanted to play guitar. I wanted to be like in a four piece like rock group the way we had it. And we were writing music and we were, I felt that we had like a kind of unique sound. We were also like, um, we kind of blurred the line stylistically. Kind of like, I say like our primary like um, style was like kind of like heavy rock with a lot of like blues influence, uh, some reggae influence, believe it or not. And uh but yeah, a lot of like classic rock influence. But I I still say we had a rather contemporary sound. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that and and so I, I I gave up a lot to be in that band and to keep it going, and 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 continuously try to like resurrect it and 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 keep up morale and keep the you know. And then when it was over, over finally, like this is this is it. Like it was yeah, it was hard for me to move on and 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 figure out like what the f- like what am i gonna do now yeah because if i, I it's found, almost like being married for years and then, yeah it is it's a really it's a relationship in that yeah, sense and, and get, like you get divorced and, and I, like, I i and i and i loved it as much as as anything you know yeah. i 
in fact, I care. I probably cared about it more than most people, you know, that I that yeah, were I think, in my life. I think I remember you told me uh, that you gave up a couple relationships. Oh yeah, for sure, it. dude. Like yeah. it, uh, everything came second to that in my uh-huh. mind. Uh-huh. But, but still, like there was a, I mean, there was a, there's a ton of shit that I, ton of, t- a ton of time wasted though. As much time as I put into it, yeah. there was a lot of time wasted getting high and 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 sitting around and and sort of just being young and being sort of like so I don't how, know, lazy. how long was the know. band together how long were you guys together? i mean fuck dude i would say we were we were like sons of jimmy as it were was from we from like the moment we we before we even met john who was a singer mm-hmm. like i would say went on from like 09 to 2016 no way damn that sounds like a long time maybe not yeah 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 it was 09 because me and drew recruited zoms who was our bass player we we, and we and him we we were a trio and we played for a long and we played and and jammed and practiced and wrote songs for a while and then we met john and then john came right around the end of 2009 beginning 2010 he came in we had written all these songs but had no lyrics to them or mm-hmm. melodies so john came in and he we like clicked with him real quick and then he started writing lyrics and melodies to all the shit we had already written and then we played our first gig uh as that lineup uh like i think in february of 2010 shit, and so then, you guys were like a good six years yeah, seven, yeah, and there, even seven. yeah, and there was and and there was like there was times we were really active, and then there was times where shit kind of fell apart, and then we had to like regroup, mm-hmm. and then get really active because like we got rid of Zoms at one point, uh, and he left, and then we had to find a new guy, and then we like the unlikely chance of lightning striking again. We met Chuck, my homie Charles, mm-hmm. who took came in and and came, took over his base, and then Chuck fit in really well, and then. That was around 2013-ish, let's just say. And then from there, we got really active again. And, like, at that point, I was like, this is it. Like, this is the lineup that we got to take it all the way. Yeah. Either we take it all the way or, you know, or not or whatever. And we were. And we were. And we we did a lot of work. and, and, And we got ourselves to a point where we could have been a real like working band and you see that story w- you just told right now you uh-huh. guys did what it took you guys six years let's say maybe four or five mm-hmm. to really gain some traction and actually you, you guys it, were- it, it didn't take that long uh-huh. it, it took like it seemed like damn man i mean it's a whole thing but like we actually because we had put in so much time in writing before we met John. Mm-hmm. That w- when we hit the scene, uh, we when we hit the scene, we like we were pretty good already. People thought that we yeah. had been playing for a long time. Oh, okay. How could we be a new band and sound this good? But we had been playing for a long time. We just didn't play any gigs. Yeah. We played like one gig. So we actually. But see, that's what I'm telling you. We you still up, put in all that time. Yeah, exactly. Of and course. you guys put in all that time. That's why when I when I told you yeah. if we're gonna do this podcast, we got to do at least a year just yeah. to set a foundation. Yeah. I figured that from from back then. I was like, yeah. that's how long it took to be good. It took us a whole year before yeah. we even were able to. Uh, I mean, we could have started. I mean, it took us a while to because we we didn't have a singer. Yeah. So it took us a while to find someone. We before we met John, we probably went through like three or four singers. 
like guys who just came in and it's always awkward to audition people and uh now it's 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 standard to like if i i don't i don't meet with people now like Mm -hmm. someone's always come through and jam or this and that like i won't do it because people think they can play sometimes and they can't or people mm. think they can sing sometimes and they can't. And I mean, like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but that's just sometimes that's how it is. People, yeah. There's people who are really good at playing music or singing, and there's people who aren't. And uh, It's like uh, uh, American Idol. That, that was their whole... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Like, and they... American Idol, I remember I heard that, like, they initially thought, like, oh, man, like, there's so many shitty auditions. Like, who's going to want to see this, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and then someone sort of geniusly said, well, why don't we just show them all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, let's do that. And yeah. it, that, I remember, like, when that show came out, like, that was the big draw yeah. was all the shitty people. And then they had Simon, who was just ripping them yeah. apart. And that, I mean, like, even though that's fucked up, yeah. you know, humans love a shit show, yeah. you know? So, so. And there was always those ones that got super upset. Yeah, because, and that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's people who think they can sing who can't sing. Yeah. And they just don't know it because the only people they've ever sang to are probably people who can't fucking sing either or have no sort of ear to yeah. hear when someone's hitting the wrong note. So they go, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like this and that. And, and, and. Sometimes so they think they think that they're they're a star, bro, and 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 some people are. That I, and some I, people are far from it. I would trip out on that too, like how these people would get up, like how do they go thinking and then getting and then to get upset. And then the fucked up part is, yeah. by the time they're on TV, mm-hmm. in front of the main judges, that's right. Don't they go? That's through? like the fourth, fifth audition. Yeah, that's so. What, there's producers out there that are letting this who shit are go. letting these people through. On purpose, because they're like, yeah. oh, sh-. and they tell them like, oh, yeah, we need you to come through. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're something else. And these people are like, wow, wow. Yeah. And they get all the way to the top just to yeah. be ripped apart, humiliated, yeah, humiliated. Like I said, yeah. emotionally violent. Yeah. Let's fucking, you know, let's put on a show, whatever it means. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. So it's almost like it's weird to think about it now, as it, to think back on it and think like, man. That's kind of fucked up. It's kind of humiliating to, you know, and millions of people watch that show. Yeah. It's all, and now we can look back at it and think like, man, it's almost inhumane to yeah. to 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 use that as entertainment. But at one point in time in human history, um what's his name? Fucking the circus guy, Barnum, PT Barnum was oh, rolling yeah. around with like midgets and people with serious physical disabilities and Took him around as as, as, as show, freak show as yeah. freak shows and people were like yeah and now we look back on it thinking like man how could you do that but well, at the time but, well people... see because because freak shows not like remember Venice uh, well, I mean there was this like freak show in Venice like, yes uh, I think it was called Bizarro Museum or something like that kind of not really it's not it, well it got shut down but uh, a lot of those people that were they, like okay there was people that were against calling it a freak show mm-hmm. and saying like no like this is wrong but it's because they still had that image of what you were talking about what's his name bt barnum yeah yeah they still had this like not to mention like just how they were treated when they were not performing like they were in cages yeah they were treated like animals like animals and uh but see now like people who do stuff like that now like at at fairs and are in freak shows they are proud to be like uh in the circus right, proud right. to be a part of because now they've gotten to the point where they are respected and I'm not sure. they're like well i mean like as entertainers like they they, they value it's the type different of work now that they because get into. these aren't like 
I guess like in the, in the PT Barnum days, like we're talking about people with serious afflictions. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like people with no limbs and and you know people with with dwarves, tiny people, and and yeah, like, and people with small craniums that are that are mentally you know disabled and this and that. So. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, but like, I'm just saying, like, it, it, I was just trying to make the comparison between it's funny how now we think about it. It's like, man, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But at the time, people were like, wow, this is awesome. You yeah. know, like, this is amazing. Well, and I mean, like, people still love American Idol. They, they fucking brought it back. Yeah, but it wasn't the juggernaut. It was that first Kelly Clarkson season. Yeah. That, that's I mean, true. and that too, and that's funny because, like, I remember I was in the seventh grade. So that was 2000 one 2002 so that was like at a time when people still gathered to tv yeah like on a nightly basis that's and then like pretty much around 2006 that's when youtube came out Mm -hmm. all that shit shifted and it was like wow you can watch tv on the internet that is true uh and especially like for the x like what is it uh the x factor but the the, what's the one now america's top some shit. Ah, yeah. America's Got Talent. There you go. America's Got Talent. On YouTube, they have some dope ass videos of like people that that have made it to the next round. But I don't watch the show. Uh-huh. But then I know about it because it, it comes up on my feed for sure. And like you know, like that one I, with the I, deaf girl who sang. Uh-huh. She was great. The the girl with yeah, the puppet. Yeah, yeah. You see yeah. that? Stuff? It's all yeah. about like yeah. going viral yeah. and like in the internet. Like now, it's. Uh-huh. I mean, that's obvious. But like, I remember, TV was so fucking important like it was just everybody got all their information the majority the mass people got it all from tv and i don't know if that was a good thing or if that was a bad thing because everyone had this the same sort of funnel of information when i say everyone i mean like you know like yeah. the united states you know yeah, yeah. and everyone was sort of getting this the same thing other than local television but so and and I, they were talking about this uh the other day i was listening to bill maher and, and stern talk and they were saying how there was like 18 million people that watched game of thrones the final episode yeah 18 million a lot of people that was like johnny carson on a friday night oh shit you know on a, any on any friday night out of the year you know that's how important TV was, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you're then again, there about, wasn't like, that many channels back then either. Exactly, true. Yeah. So the market now is it's unbelievably saturated, yeah. which is not, which is I don't know. I can't, I, I still can't figure out whether it's a bad thing or it's a good thing because now you don't have so many people in control. Yeah. But now it's it's like everyone has a shot. So now the competition is 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 a hundred times worse than it was. And it was already pretty bad back then. I guess I, I would, it was pretty cutthroat, you know? I would say it's, it's better for the consumer, the audience, right? Yes, because, for the audience, it's great. Yeah, it's but great. for performers, it's we're almost, we're almost left to work for pennies now. Yeah. You know, like almost everybody, unless, again, unless you have an audience. So, I mean, like, yeah. I guess in a sense, you can now build an audience. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's something called, I heard about this, like a thousand true fans. If you can get a thousand people mm-hmm. to be dedicated to your work and be a fan, then every time you put something out, a t-shirt, ten dollars, yeah. and you have a thousand fans who will uh, buy that t-shirt. 
That's ten thousand dollars right there. Yeah. That's well, so that's five thousand for you, five thousand for me. Let's just say. And there's people like that because look at Mike. Mike. What I like about Mike is Mike is one of those people. He's a fan. Yeah. He when he's into it. He it's 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 he's into it for life and he's well, like that no all those no effects all, shirt, like, like no effects shirt, exactly yeah. he always buys every time he's seen no effects what six seven times yeah and every time he goes he buys a shirt and those shirts are not cheap they're not cheap they're fucking but expensive. no effects has has done that they built their own audience if you read their book mm-hmm. there was a time when they 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 had paid their dues and they were playing. All the same size shows that all the mainstream uh, uh, artists with um, record labels were doing, and there was a there was a part in the book where they said that they were getting um, like record uh, companies were coming at them left and right, saying like, because they knew that they could make money off of them. Like, yeah. look, you know, come sign with us. And the thing that record companies have that artists don't have is resources. They have mm-hmm. money. They have Numbers so and contacts and places, best equipment, play, best venues, best, right? see, and like best venues, and 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 they have marketing ways to market and money to market and all that stuff. But Fat Mike was like, nope, because he already knew that that they didn't need them. They needed them. Uh, no effects didn't need the record labels. Yeah. And I remember the guitar player, uh, what's his name, Melvin. He said, uh, he goes, yeah. He goes, I'll be honest. He goes, you know, I kind of got frustrated with Mike. Because I got, um, I got, ah, I got excited, excited, or I got kind of razzle dazzled by all the, all the, the, the bling they showed, the private jets and all the, the stuff that they could do for us. But you have to give up a lot of freedom. And it was to- almost, you know, it sounds like they were, a, I guess, like a metaphor for like selling your soul to the yeah, devil. exactly. Yeah. And they was like, and he goes, yeah, and I, I got caught up on it. And he goes, and I wanted to, but Mike refused. And Mike's fat. Mike's like the leader, and and uh, and they, and and then he goes, and then but you know what? We stood be and Mike Melvin goes, we stood behind him, and we said no to every fucking record label. And you know what? That summer, we went on. We were playing all the same shows that all the bands that were all on labels. They all were on the same labels that were trying to that, that that were trying to get us. We played all the same shows, all the same crowds, but we got we got to do it. We did it on ourselves. We we got to just do it, complete freedom. We had yeah. we got to keep all our money, yeah. and we got to just, and we were just our own machine. And in the in the long run, that's what makes them like that's kind of that's success, I guess, right? Not to yeah. be not to have to work for anybody. Yeah, uh, in terms of like working, so. Now I think with the internet, it's 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 that's kind of what we're left to do. Now, kind that's what kind of everyone has to do. Well, I mean, like for you, the, the benefit of this podcast is you're you're personally connecting with your audience. So let's say right. this this podcast, we build an audience, we have people listening. But I feel like that's what entertainment yeah. is completely based on now. Yeah. Is like even like mainstream artists, it's about being on Instagram and doing lives and being able to just talk directly to your yeah. fans. Like that's what it's about. Before that, before the turn of the century in the '90s and '80s and '70s and all the way back to the fucking beginning of the recording industry and beginning yeah. of the movie industry, it was about the the um not the anonymity. It was about the ah, what's the word? Like it was about 
sort of keeping up that veil and being mysterious and yeah. not giving a lot of interviews and sort of portraying this certain persona and being private about a lot of your stuff and this and yeah. that. Now it's like you have to now it's like you have to put it all out there. Yeah. That's what people well, want to see. They want to see the raw shit. They want to yeah, see your real personality. See, yeah, what they want to see is like, oh shit, he's just like me. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the thing like like the internet and social media kind of blurs that line between fantasy and reality you know what's funny you know what uh, I mean? is a lot of the 2k uh nba mm-hmm. like uh i forgot when i want to say like probably two three years ago they started like they would do the story mode right uh-huh. but then they started incorporating like uh your cell phone and then you, on your cell phone mm-hmm. you would get like this social media page mm-hmm. and then you get your contacts and whatever and then it's just however you do throughout the game you'll get different contacts like from sponsors and stuff like that as you progress right but then if you go on the media on the media page it like it has different people like texting while you're while you're playing like and these are real people no 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 this is this is just like for the game okay and uh and like if, depending on how well you did during the game mm-hmm. then people would like text shit like oh did you see that posterize or this that mm-hmm. by whatever you did oh yeah right and, right, and right. then so it, it started they started incorporating like more social media in 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 the story mode mm-hmm. and then later on there's there's one in particular i think it was 2017 or 2018 where they they started giving you like this uh this pr or like assistant to handle your instagram like all your social media mm-hmm. and then like they were like oh yeah you got to be more involved with the fans so they started like posting up stuff for you like oh look at so and so he's at like this car fucking sh- uh like at a at a, at a like selling cars and helping promote all this different shit. So they started showing how like they explained how NBA stars need to be more involved with Instagram, but not, but that's why they hire assistants. Right. So a lot of the time, a lot of big time celebrities, yeah, somebody else runs their social media. It's not, yeah, it's not them. It's, it's, but because it's so important to connect with fans like that, Mm -hmm. it's not really them doing it. It's just, they're doing it for their like, uh, they're just getting their assistance to it just for the public. Uh, their it's, a, it's marketing. Yeah. It's just another way to market. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Real quick, because we're already, we've been going for a while already. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this is this is the metaphor that I've come up with, with the shift in entertainment, how it used to be. Yeah. And how it is now. The entertainment industry, show business, as I like to call it, uh, was like, imagine a Coke bottle. Or, you know, a water bottle like this, right? You have the bottle with all the water or all the soda, which is all the content, right? All the artists, all the movies. I don't know why I'm struck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like stroking the bottle up and down. Well, I'm just saying like, okay, the, you know, all the content. <laughs> um, it, all the water, all the soda, that's the content. That's movies, artists, painters, dancers, everybody, you know, whatever it is. This bottleneck right here, right? That's the record. That's the record labels. That's the executives. That's the money. That's the marketing. That's the resources that you need to be a successful business. Essentially, you right. know, you need resources to start a business, no matter if it's entertainment or anything else. So, if you if you pour it like that, a steady stream will come out, right? Yeah. And you have to wait, but only so much will come out because of the bottleneck. They control it. They 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 sort of they uh, dictate what comes out, right? Yeah, no, Even if you that. put it like that, you can't. It will, can't. It all has to come out at a certain yeah. pace, right? Now, the record industry, 
no more record labels. You don't need them anymore. They're 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 optional. They're not necessary. So now the record industry is like this. Yeah. Where it's a fucking cup now, and there or it's a thermos, and there's a big there's no neck. There's just a big hole, and if you want, you can just pour everything out at once if yeah. you wanted to, right? And it all yeah. comes out, and and it's so. It's great because you don't have the bottleneck anymore. You can get anything and as much as you want. You can put as much as you want out. No one's telling you that you can't put anything out. I can make a record right now and put it out tomorrow morning. But now as much as you can put out, that's as much as everyone else is putting out. Yeah. So that's your competition now is the thermos. So it's kind of like drowning the audience. Yeah, so it's 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 a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It's like you have no one controlling you, but you have no one controlling everyone else. It's like in The Incredibles when he wants to make all the uh, superhero uh, equipment for everybody so everyone can fly and everyone can fucking have super strength and whatever, run really fast. And he says, and when everybody's super, no one is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel we're in that territory where now everyone has the ability, which is a good thing, and also, you know, fucking nail in the coffin. Hell yeah. We're burying ourselves. Man, I'm insightful. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Give this guy an award. We didn't even get to Chernobyl. No, the whole didn't. plan was to talk to, about yeah. Chernobyl, but it's all good. I, I, I was actually, I was enjoying a, uh, I, I, my goal for the podcast, and I've yeah. told you this, is always to get the most casual, candid conversation as possible. Yeah. So it's funny, too, because like. Whenever we, whenever I prepare, you know, because I got some notes here, you know, yeah. nothing too extensive, but I try to get some talking points. Um, we always end up just, chit, you know, shooting the shit about something else. Hopefully, yeah. we made some kind of sense. And then when I think to myself, well, we just shoot the shit anyways. Yeah. Whatever, I'll just sh- go, and I don't do any sort of prepping whatsoever, and I just yeah. show up, set the computer up, press play. I, I, I start brain farting like uh blah, uh blah, um well, you see uh I, f- I feel like it's just because we have a backup and we know we have what we have yeah. so we can continue to talk and then if we ever hit a wall we're like okay well let's yeah. talk about what the fuck we were gonna talk but about. it's like when we have all these safety nets yeah. we never hit a wall yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah all right so that was uh, fun thanks uh I guess we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we do. We are gonna start promoting so, real August third, right? Real quick. Oh yeah, are we? Yeah. I gotta talk to you about that one actually. Okay. Um. So then no. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I didn't say no. Okay. Well, yeah, we are gonna do. Okay, yes, we are okay. planning to do a August third show, right? We want to put on yes, uh, like a, a live performance slash party. Um, if you're in the LA area. And you listen, I suppose you come. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming anyone in the LA area that listens to us are people we know, uh-huh. you know. But um, who knows what kind of cycles listen to this show yeah. that we don't know, you know. It's all right. Come meet us. Well, but, we'll uh, yeah, what is the plan for that? you kind of been uh, – um, So we're going to have Kelly's Most Wanted. They're going to headline. They've already agreed to it. I okay. talked to Ty. He said he's going to come through. Kelly. J-Rat. Yeah, Kelly's uh-huh. Most Wanted. J-Rat's uh, coming through. J-Rat's coming through. And then we have the Bunker Hill Bullies, which I don't think anybody's met before unless you've listened to us and you work with us. Um, they're a great band. Should we have them come on and play? The Bunker Hill Bullies? Yeah, That'd be yeah. fun to have. We'll just bring them on. Let's, probably okay. s- let's set this up next week then. Next week? Well, yeah. I don't know. We shouldn't say next week. We'll okay. just say we'll set it up. Because well, then next week up. comes and yeah, we don't set it up. Like, then we'll be like, talking about Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, hey, I thought you guys were going to do the Hillbillies. No, yeah, yeah well. 
Like, yeah. so let's just say we're gonna set it up. We'll, well let, you, we'll you, let know, you, you know when when it's set up. Damn, we look, like, guys, okay. we're a bunch of assholes. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm a dad, so usually I say things, and you know, <laughs> doesn't always come to fruition. Yeah, this is. Let's just not let's not date things until yeah. that date is set. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So new let's rule. definitely new rule. Yes. Let's definitely get them on before uh, August third. Um, for sure. So you guys okay. get to listen we to Bunker Hill Boys, big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we want. But then again, to... back to the thing of of you know, you gotta hit everyone on the same page. The more yeah. people you're working with, yeah, the more you gotta so consider s- everyone's uh, situation. So so far, I've talked to J Rat, mm-hmm. talked to Kelly's Most Wanted, Bunker Hill Boys. They said they're good for it. Mm-hmm. We invite them in for our show, mm-hmm. and whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. if anybody oh, wants yeah, to hear. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm 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 putting a little I'm, pu- I'm putting a little something. Oh, the Arachnids! You want the Arachnids to play? Yeah, if they want to play, shit, okay. we can get whoever we want. Okay, right? I'll hit the Arachnids up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I'm 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 trying to put a little project together. Going back to what I was saying earlier about, mm-hmm. it took me a long time to find my footing post Sons of Jimmy. As far as like, what the fuck am I gonna do now? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. Tr- Getting my ass back in the uh, music game. Just his ass. Yeah, oh. so uh, <laughs> just my ass. I play the trumpet with my asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty and, cool. Uh, it's pretty good, that, actually. Yeah. I, I I couldn't do it with my mouth. No, he couldn't. And I was about to give up. Yeah. And then my instructor <laughs> was like, you know what? We got about five minutes. Put it on your ass. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah, he told him, bend over. Yeah, he goes, bend over. <laughs> And put it on your ass. I said, okay. And I fucking like, and it's like, I, uh, it's like before we you knew it, I was like, <laughs> by the way, that's not his lips. With my asshole. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I could have kept going, you know. Yeah, yeah, he could have. He could have all day. Oh man! All right, so um, keep subscribing. Oh, we're on Apple Music. I, I, so we got approved for iTunes the other day. So are we so on I, iTunes or po- I, Apple I, Podcast? No, we're on Apple Podcasts. Okay. So cool. submitting to iTunes is like it's just submitting to Apple. That's so because you know, remember Worthy was saying they're cutting iTunes, so I think it's just going to be Apple yeah. Music. But I mean, like, it's weird because iTunes, it's like you can get more than just music you can get books you can get movies, movies seasons of tv shows unless they're gonna do like uh so i don't know hmm. i don't know everything gonna be separate now then i don't know i don't know but I, but that he's not the first person to say that they were axing itunes though that's yeah. why i'm, I'm to be I'm honest I, to it. I don't really care i don't use I don't, itunes yeah, I don't yeah. Use iTunes um what do i use uh everything i do now is just streaming i use amazon oh to buy like I, to buy movies and stuff if i'm gonna buy like movies or seasons, I'd rather buy tangible than pay for like a streamable season. You know, like you yeah. could pay like on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. I ha- I paid twenty bucks and I have season three yeah. of The Simpsons on YouTube, and I could watch it on my YouTube account. Well, that's the that's the reason why I use Amazon. It's because, pretty cool, actually, because I buy the movies for Ethan because I'm trying to start his collection. Because right. I used to have a collection when I was a kid. Right. The thing but, about it is like, where do you keep like? There's only so much space on whatever exactly. your devices. No, 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 no. It's the thing with Amazon, it's it's on their website. So we just got to log into their shit yeah. and there's my library of movies. Yeah, right. But yeah. what about 
if you're not what if the internet goes down oh then yeah then you I, lose you, all yeah, your collection that's yeah. why like when you buy from itunes it you you get the file right yeah but yeah but then you can like you said you only have so much memory then, exactly yeah. that's why See, I, I like it being in the cloud but i do get yeah. your point there could be a day where that's like, why i like to get tangible out. stuff and like i'll just stream shit when it comes to the internet i'll just stream shit because like mm-hmm. so, my pad sometimes the internet goes down and and honestly I, I dust off that DVD collection and I'm like, damn, DVDs are dope. You know, like, fuck. <laughs> well, I still internet. have my DVD collection, so uh-huh. if anything does go down, then I mean, we're right. not watching I have, anything I, new. I haven't got. I actually at one point had a pretty extensive DVD collection, yeah. um, but I haven't really added anything recent. Yeah, you that's, know? yeah, and also too, like DVDs sometimes just the tangible. Sometimes like like the Simpsons seasons, you can. Yeah fucking stream all that shit now you don't need to buy them but when you buy the seasons like it comes in like a box mm-hmm. and there's like artwork to it and sometimes it comes with a little, little booklet and it co- it's just cool you know and you get yeah. like also to like like bonus features and like behind the scenes and yeah. and like and like archive commercials well, you, you know the original cool thing broadcasting with, with, and shit with amazon is when you buy the movies some of them come with it free some of them you pay extra for it yeah but it has like uh, bonus a, material yeah bonus material I and, was, and mm-hmm. what i like about it is while you're watching the movie you can click the screen, mm-hmm. uh, and then it'll show you like information on like who's in the film, like like who like the specific like, Amazon, down I ha- to the I specific. I have Amazon. Scene. You're talking about Amazon Video, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down to the. Spe- have to check it out. Down to the specific uh, specific scene, uh-huh. like as to who's on. Like, let's say you're watching the Goofy movie, then you can see who's doing it. The- <laughs> you do have a son, don't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first movie that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching that over and over. It's a great film. Uh, man. Uh, but you can see what actor is playing what actor, like doing the voice of who, yeah. and then it gives you like little snippets of like why they did that scene. And said so certain movies, mm-hmm. or certain, certain movies you had to buy that extra. But I do like that everything's compact in that one, like in, in that screen. You don't have to go off, look through the menu mm-hmm. and shit. It's it's all on one screen. Fo 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 fo. Well, I'm gonna have to. Ch- I have Amazon Prime's uh, video, yeah. so I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, see how they're maybe i'll build an archive on amazon but still even still like once the internet goes down it's like i I feel like i should start adding some new shit to my you could download it to your to your tv or your um your computer you could do that okay but it's like it's like you said you're limited to your space though right so then you just have now you just have that file on your computer Uh uh-huh or you could delete it and then just download something else right well i mean you could just um oh, what was I gonna say? Like external hard drives are not that expensive these days. Like, nah. You can get a terabyte for like like forty bucks. Forty bucks. I remember I bought a terabyte that I've had for maybe four or five years. So when I bought it four or five years ago, that shit was a hundred bucks. <laughs> and that was just to get a Mac one. You yeah. it was extra if you wanted one that did Mac to PC. Oh, you can only do Mac to Mac on that one, I think. Yeah, now it, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, now it's like nothing. Like yeah. you get you get two terabytes for a hundred dollars now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, all right, well guys, well thanks to uh, all our listeners who listen and uh, keep listening. We're on Spotify now. We're on Apple Podcasts. That's the two big ones, pretty much. I feel like we're on yeah, Stitcher. Stitcher. There's actually a, a number of podcast things we could get on. We should probably get on those. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, I think uh, most people use Spotify yeah. for the most part. So, yeah, fuck it. And, uh, yeah, and uh, keep subscribing to our YouTube. Or eventually, we're going to get some visual, huh? Yeah, we'll get some visual. That talk about laziness. We're you know what we should ass. do the visuals? Maybe for the bunker. See see when we get bunker, he'll be, maybe okay, we can yeah. set up everything. Yeah, because I want them to perform live. Yeah. That's a good Okay, cool. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, thanks again. See you next time. Philo, any last words? Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next time. Bye. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs>